Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 12-Minute Talks podcast. I'm excited to have with us today Anna Augusto. She's a family law attorney that she helps other families and businesses with things like pro, probate, estate planning, and so on. Anna, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much for having me, Lorena. It's a pleasure to be here with you and to be able to talk to our community. That's always my concern, to try and, and spread the word of how to empower um, individuals and families into a better future. Yeah, it's something very important, I think, because a lot of times... I see it in my own business that people have questions about, oh, well, you know, when I pass away, what's the best way to transfer assets and, you know, things like that. So it's it's certainly important to have somebody to trust that um, is providing valuable information. So Anna, before we get into exactly what it is that you do a little bit more, why don't you tell us about how you got into this industry? Absolutely. So... I'm actually in my second career. I reinvented myself. So before I was a teacher and I taught for seven years, I was a science teacher of all things. And then I left that behind and embraced, went to law school, graduated. And one thing that has remained the same before and now is I enjoy helping other people. And that was the the caring theme. And so as an attorney, uh, it just changed my audience. So instead of helping the students um, become more empowered and to be able to be the best selves that they could be, now my audience is actually their parents because it turns out that a lot of the difficulties that children have in school is because of the issues that they face at home. And so when I started my firm, that was one of the things that I wanted to do, to be able to do the most good that I could and by helping those families be better, not only financially, but emotionally, is how I can make an impact that I think is very valuable because I see it in my clients when they come back and they tell me how much better their life is now. Fantastic. Yeah, so it's good to see how you were able to take, um, you know, like the empowerment from your other career into this one and now flip that and, and help the parents because, yeah, I think it's true. You know, so uh, things um, overlap, right? From one, from the family to kids in school, right? Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit more about what it is that you help these parents solve? So I, my firm is a small boutique. I specialize in um, divorce, family. So that means leg- legitimate, legitimate, legitimation of uh, parental rights. So for example, children that are born out of wedlock and how to establish their rights. Um, I also help with child support and everything related to that. And then in addition to that, I help uh, families prepare their estate planning. So their legacy, What? It, how is it that they're going to ensure that their children will inherit all the assets that they've worked so hard during their life. And the, the next chapter of that is if somebody passes away, then making sure that their assets end up in the hands of the people that, you know, their parents, their grandparents, their aunts, whomever it was that planned it 
that it actually gets carried through. And so, and that is, um, it has been uh, organically grown because I had my clients that came, whether it was a divorce, and then they didn't know what was going to happen if they weren't here anymore, then who would be making the decisions for them? Who would be taking care of their children? And who would be protecting those assets on behalf of the children? And so when that happened, I started taking those cases and helping out. And so that's one of the things that as we are um, doing the divorces, I start talking to my clients, what is it that you need to make a change for your legacy? Because all of a sudden things are changing. And so you can't leave them up in the air without actually having a plan. Otherwise you run a risk that it's going to be the state that's going to make a choice for you. And so that's what we want to avoid. So protecting the family, whether it's a unity, a husband and wife that may come and see me, or a same-sex couple, and with the idea of preparing their legacy and making sure that that gets carried out. And that is planning. And so a lot of um, uh, the community that I, I see, and I'm sure that you have the same thing, the Hispanic community sometimes doesn't want to actually talk about the, the time that we're no longer here. And so we know that that is a certainty. We just don't know the when. So by planning, it doesn't mean that you make that happen sooner. It means that you take that fear that your family may be having, you get rid of it because all of a sudden you can hand over a plan and tell your spouse, this is what happens if I'm no longer here. Here are the documents that you need to actually be aware of where they are and what do they mean to take care of yourself. And that along with life insurance, for example, that's how you get a plan that protects your family because what do we work for? We work for our family. And so we want to make sure that they continue to, to do well when we're no longer here. Definitely. I, I think those are all very important things that people need help with that you can't just, you know, go to Office Depot and get a template and do it yourself. Right. I mean, you know, people, people always do. try to cut corners. People do. Uh, you know, it, it, it's always very surprising to me that when it comes to something minor, uh, people will do so much research. And then for those decisions that are really impactful, that can make a, a huge difference, sometimes they feel that they can just go get a piece of paper and fill it out themselves, not knowing how to fill it out. Because at the end of the day, that's what we do. We go to school. It's three years of law school for a reason. There's a lot of information and we become very good at being able to advocate for our clients and being able to carry them through the process because it is a process. And when it comes to a will, for example, it has to be executed just right. Otherwise, the state of Florida will not recognize it. Right. So, I mean, even if somebody doesn't have, let's say, like a lot of assets that I feel like, especially like you mentioned in the Hispanic community, they might feel like, oh, well, you know, I just have my house and my car. Like there's not, I don't really need a will. Um, why is it important for somebody to have a, a will, for example, even if they don't have, you know, millions of dollars in the bank or something? Well, because the, there's the certainty that the assets will grow over time. So that's number one. So if you're focused on what am I going to have in 10, 20, 30 years as you're building your wealth, and it may be very intentional or it may not be. Let's say, for example, somebody who works for a company that offers a 401k. A 401k will grow your worth as you're aging. So maybe later on you decide to purchase a house. That's great. You get married. That's great. But every single one of those stages in your life 
having a will will allow you to be able to provide for your loved ones over time. So it is not that you don't have any assets right now and I don't need it. It's an investment. It's an investment in your future. That's number one. And along with the living and along with the will that provides for the assets, it's also the living will and who makes the decisions for your life when you're unable to make the decisions. So when you're looking at why do I need an estate plan? It's not only because of the assets. It's also because somebody needs to make decisions over your health. And so you need to trust somebody that will make the right decisions for you. And this is not something that you just write on a piece of paper. This is a discussion that you have to have with that person that you want to empower to make decisions for you to know that they will respect your wishes. And then the third one is, and very important, if you have children, especially if for anyone who's a single parent, who will take care of your child when you're not available to take care of your child? I think that those two reasons, your own health as well as the well-being of your child, are the number one reason that a estate plan is needed. Taking care of the assets as they get built and grow over time is great. But those two decisions of being able to rest at night and not worry what's going to happen to me if I can't make my health decisions and what's going to happen to my child, I think that is the main reason why I always talk to parents and to individuals. You need to take care of yourself above all else. Yeah, th those are very important reasons to get a will, you know, and um, I see it often with like with life insurance that I do as well. People are, are like, oh, what about this? What happens to the money? You know, and a lot of times a will is always great to be partnered with life insurance because it helps avoid probate, right? Correct. So um, a life insurance, at least here in the state of Florida. So what does it mean to to avoid probate and why should somebody have a do probate planning, for example? And I'm glad that you brought up the issue of life insurance and you may see it very well where parents want, especially if they've, they're either separated or they're divorced, where they want the life insurance proceeds to go to their children. And that's a problem because the child cannot administer the money that they're going to get. So one of the things that can happen is you, you invest in the life insurance, you have a will with the idea of avoiding the probate. Well, the will doesn't avoid the probate unless you actually have a trust. So if you have a revocable trust, which is an entity that gets created, the documents that have to be prepared in a certain way, but those documents are able to, um, they work like a contract and you can avoid probate entirely provided that you take all your assets, for example, a bank account, and you have to uh, provide for it in the trust. So it's a little complicated for us to be able to go into uh, all the details about it, but there's ways in which you can do it. Now, going back to what I was mentioning before, when a person decides who will be the beneficiary of the life insurance, the child should not be the beneficiary because otherwise you're creating a, a hurdle, you're creating an obstacle to what you want to do, which is to give peace of mind to your spouse or for your children. So that's one of the things that helps when you consult with an attorney to decide what's the best plan. And the idea would be, what can I put into place, life insurance, so that way it will provide for that child, that spouse, 
your parents, whomever it may be. But there has to be a plan and you need to be able to speak to professionals, the life insurance professional, as well as uh, an attorney for preparing it. Yeah, very important. And so, Anna, why don't you tell us a little bit about what makes you different from other family law um, when somebody's looking um, to hire somebody? Absolutely. One of the things that I always tell my, uh, my clients when they come and sit down with me is that you have to have the chemistry with a person that you are interviewing to be your attorney. It's the same thing as a medical doctor. Just because you heard great things about this person doesn't mean that that person and you will work well together. One of the things that I always tell my clients is you have to have the same end goal. My end goal, for example, is not to be that uh, the attorney that goes and destroys the other person just for the fun of it. So when a client comes to me, one of the things that we do is we talk about the facts of the case and we talk about what are the goals of that person? What are the priorities? So the priorities have to match with my priorities. And my priority is that children are the most important aspect of that divorce and that paternity case. And if I hear from that person that wants to hire me that their children is not a priority, that's not a good fit for me. Because I think that that's my job. My job as a, a divorce and paternity attorney is to make sure that the children are going to be um, taken care of during that process because it, it's a process that takes time and they're not going to be the collateral. And so that's one of the things that I think is very important and sets me apart. The fact that I make sure that the goals of my clients are my guiding principle. I may be the one that creates the strategy, but at the end of the day, I will carry out what my client believes is their priority, whatever that may be. I'm able to work with them in, in a, a smaller, uh, in a more in individual uh, basis because I don't have a large volume. And that's intentional because I want to give the best service that I can to my clients. And in order to be able to walk them through the process and to empower them, I have a team of people that I can actually harness to give them help. So for example, if they need either an investigator, I can provide that. If they need a social worker, if they need somebody to work with the children for therapy, all of that as a team, I'm able to provide that. And that is a holistic way of addressing not only the divorce, but the paternity. So that way they're able to see that this is a process out of which they're going to have a better future. Because at the end of the day, one of the main things that everybody needs to realize whether they're going through divorce or a paternity is it's the end of a stage in their life, but it is the, the beginning of a better stage if they focus on the priorities that they have, which is moving forward, getting their family to be better. There's ways of doing that. And for parents, I think that that's very important to create a relationship, even though they may be two separate households, but the idea is to have the children be um, um, strong, uh, happy, and you do that by addressing it like that. Definitely. So Anna has been very valuable information. I think for a lot of people listening out there, can you tell us how they can easily contact you if they would like more information? The main thing is to call our number. Our phone number is 305-507-7655. And they can schedule a, a strategy session where we can uh, help them 
they can call our phone number and we can schedule a strategy session. So that way we can answer their questions and we can create an action plan for them to take action. Awesome. And like always, I will have all of the phone numbers and everything easily available so you can reach out and get more information. And I just wanted to quickly introduce myself for those of you that don't know who I am. My name is Lorena Tomasini and I'm the owner of Mom Life and Health Insurance Agency, where together with my mom, we help families and businesses with their financial protection needs all done digitally. Um, Anna, it's been great having you today on the show. Is there anything else you would like to add? It's been a pleasure to be here. I hope that everybody that's listening and has questions reach out to you as well as to me. We're here to provide as much help to our community as possible. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini and you can contact me via email life at malmins.com. Make it a great day.